All righty, welcome to the debut edition of Super Kicking with Stephen. I'm your host, Stephen A. 1181, as you can see right there. Hard to see when I'm pointing to it, but Stephen A. 1181. That's right, Stephen A. 1181. You can find me on Twitter. Um, thanks to the guys of Black and White Sports for having me a part of this. Uh, you can also catch the face group, Facebook group that I run, Super Kicking with Stephen where I'm live right now, live on YouTube. Uh, once again, thank you to Black and White Sports for having me on. They have a fantastic network. I know they are on Taco Tuesday. There's Wednesday Night Live. I happened to come across them with Taco Tuesday when we were talking up The Undertaker, and, you know, he had the, uh, the last ride, and he said he's done. Done. As you could tell, I put that in air quotes because I don't believe he's done, but that's another conversation for another day. So who am I? I'm Stephen A. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Live here, watch wrestling here, do a lot here. So let's just kind of talk about my background as a wrestling fan, and then we'll get into NXT TakeOver. I can't believe this is the 30th edition, our 30th, you know, event that they've thrown on as far as takeover events and all those special editions of that, that's crazy to think. So maybe tell you, you know, a couple things that I loved about NXT, get into the predictions of the event tonight, definitely catch it out tonight. And then of course we'll talk SummerSlam, you know, and maybe some SummerSlam memories, SummerSlam, SummerSlam uh, thoughts and get into the predictions of that and call it a day. But first, you know, just my history, my background, I've been watching wrestling way back in the day, I know I can fondly remember 1992, uh, WrestleMania 8 at the Hoosier Dome here in Indianapolis, getting a chance to watch Hulk Hogan take on Psycho Sid. That's what I mainly remember, like as far as being there at the time. Now I've rewatched it and I've looked over the history of what matches happened there, and it's kind of crazy to think. Uh, some of the matches we had were Shawn Michaels versus El Matador of Tito Santana. So we got to see, you know, Shawn Michaels early on in his singles run the undertaker's second match as far as the streak was concerned uh, a fun fact for me is i was at wrestlemania 30 which saw the end of the streak uh by brock lesnar and crazy to think that i was in the second match of the streak so i was one match off from seeing the beginning of the streak if i would have been at wrestlemania 7 which i believe was in Las Vegas, don't quote me on that. I can't remember where it was. I know he took on Jimmy Snuka uh, here at WrestleMania. He took on Jake the Snake Roberts and, you know, obviously won. But just one match away, whenever I meet The Undertaker, if that happens, I could say, hey, I've seen your second match of the streak and your last match. So not many people could say that, uh, but I'm sure he would love to hear that. Uh, also, WrestleMania 8. Bret Hart and Roddy Piper were kind of the first match that, you know, maybe I remember seeing some real blood. Uh, that was for the IC title. Bret Hart won it off Roddy Piper. Uh, also, Ric Flair and Macho Man Randy Savage for the title, the WWE title, uh, WWF title, the day, you know, back in the day. Uh, Miss Elizabeth was kind of at the center of this, all scandalous photos of her. Uh, and I believe one of Ric Flair's last matches in WWE, he would end up going back to WCW. Uh, but, you know, him and Macho Man put on a fantastic match. And then we got to the main event of, as you can tell in my voice, it's voted one of the worst main events. 
Uh, don't even remember how it ended. I think it was a DQ because Papa Shango, who later become the godfather, of course, and um, Kama, Mustafa, or Kama, the street fighter, which he was part of uh, Nation Domination. So he was Papa Shango back then. Paul, Ro Paul, forget his name, but anyways, um, Papa Shango uh, was a voodoo uh, guy. And then all of a sudden, Ultimate Warrior came back. Uh, I believe he was on hiatus or whatever he was as well. So uh, he came back, helped out Hulk Hogan. And then, of course, we get the infamous Papa Shango Ultimate Warrior feud where uh, I also remember Papa Shango making Ultimate Warrior throw up. And that's when I started to wonder the legitimacy of WWE and WWF at the time. But, you know, that's we all know it's fake. It's predetermined. Uh, the hits, you know, the feeling on the body is real. But other than that, yes, we know that it's fake. But don't even remind me. So anyway, that was WrestleMania 8. Uh, let's see. I've seen countless Monday Night Raws. Even traveled to Kentucky for a Monday Night Raw. Uh, went to SummerSlam 2008. Uh, that main event was Edge and Undertaker at in a Hell in a Cell match, which was fantastic. They broke down a couple, uh, one side of it, took it to the announce tables, and then Undertaker choke slam Edge through the ring at the end of it. I believe also John Cena and Batista is one of their first matches they've faced each other. So that, you know, kind of history there. And I believe also the Shawn Michaels. Chris Jericho feud picked up there at SummerSlam of 2000, SummerSlam 2008. So some good stuff there at SummerSlam 2008. Uh, let's see. Extreme Rules 2012, which featured uh, CM Punk and Chris Jericho for the WWE title. Daniel Bryan and Sheamus in the two out three falls after the 18 second loss by Daniel Bryan, which really obviously set in motion the start of Daniel Bryan and his rise and where he would go. SummerSlam we can bring up was obviously a helpful SummerSlam 2013 was obviously helpful in Daniel Bryan's career uh, when he won the titles off of John Cena or won the WWE title, sorry, off John Cena and then lost to Randy Orton through the cash in and Triple H, you know, gave him a nice kick to the groin and Randy Orton cashed in. So that's it in that motion. As far as me, I've also seen Survivor Series 2012 as well. That's the debut of the Shield. Uh, Indianapolis, of course, is home of the Shield, as I like to call it. Uh, they debuted here, they ended here, and even saw a reunion here. So uh, I think the Shield, you know, and their history with Indianapolis is very important. Uh, other events I've seen NXT weighed out, I believe, in January of 2014, 2015-ish, 2016, maybe 2015-ish. Uh, Chicago, they had a night show and then they put an afternoon show because the night show was so popular so me my cousin sam and my brother matthew all waited out in the cold for about two and a half three hours until they let us in and uh finn bauer came out because we didn't know when we were going to get in he came out and kind of you know went up and down the line just letting people know hey they're going to let you in and saw nxt there that was you know starting the peak of nxt as far as i was concerned with Finn Bauer, Bailey, Sami Zayn, uh, you know, all those just fantastic people there at that time. So uh, other than, you know, like I said, Monday Night Raw has been watching Raw, SmackDown, AEW Dynamite now, which I think we'll probably talk up here in a couple weeks because they're going to be doing all out, AEW all out. Uh, and also tonight, AEW Dynamite will air after the NBA playoffs, so the special edition of that. 
uh, watch NXT, just, you know, collect wrestling stuff, just all kinds of wrestling fandom here. So glad to be talking up wrestling, glad to be here for you, and, you know, just ready to give you what I can as far as my wrestling fandoms and concerned. Uh, I'll also be watching the comments here, so feel free in the comments page to, you know, tell your own predictions as far as NXT XXX, TakeOver XXX is concerned. And tell me your predictions in SummerSlam. Ready to hear them and, you know, give you a little shout out. Um, we will kind of give a quick plug for First Financial Bank. Um, they. What is up, everybody? It is your boy, the ass for black and white sports. And let me talk to you about a little banking. First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard. That's right, folks. The official bank of BW Sports One for all of your banking needs. Whether it be savings, checking, mortgage loans, small business loans, and everything else under the sun, First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard is where we go. Call that man, 317-417-8582. That's 317-417-8582. Or email him at john.buzzard at bankatfirst.com. That's right. First Financial Bank, the official bank of BW Sports One. All right. So First Financial Bank, for all your banking needs, go follow them and uh, talk to them, John Buzzard at First Financial Bank. So let's get right into the business of the day, NXT TakeOver. Uh, we're going to kind of look here at what matches we got going on. So we have let me bring it up. There we go. All right, so we got NXT champion Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross with Scarlett, of course. Uh, that match I'm really looking forward to just to see what Karrion Cross can do. Keith Lee obviously is on hitting on all cylinders. You talk about a rise for him, so that's been crazy to see. Uh, Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. That's right. We get Pat McAfee in a ring. Um, just as a little backstory, I believe he has always wanted to be a WWE superstar or, you know, try to wrestle. Uh, even bought a ring in his backyard or in his garage, had some guys come over and help him put it together. And he's been training ever since, you know, here and there. So he's obviously stepped it up now against Adam Cole. We've seen this feud for about the last couple of years, just little jabs at each other. And then it took off on Pat's show here about, I think, three or so weeks ago. Uh, you had Adam Cole just cussing up a storm, you know, and then we had McAfee show up on NXT, you know, the week after his wedding on his honeymoon. So we got all the wheels in motion for that. We'll talk more about that. NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai. Maybe just an underrated match here. I mean, you know, really interested to see how these two ladies work with each other. We had the NXT North American Championship ladder match. Because Keith Lee was your double champion after he beat Adam Cole, which really surprised me. But he will, he put up his, you know, relinquished his title and now he'll be defending his NXT championship. But we have this up for grabs. So we'll talk about the contenders there. Finn Bauer versus Timothy Thatcher. This kind of came up, I thought, out of nowhere. You know, the past couple weeks, I think they've been in each other. I'll talk more about Finn Bauer. As you can see, I'm a Finn Bauer fan. And there we go. Um, so I'll talk more about him. And then we'll kind of start here. Brizongo versus Danny Burch and Only Lorcan versus Legado de Fantasma. So these Joaquin Wild and Raul Mendoza, who are with Fantasma, who's the current NXT champion. So I'm going to kind of scroll down here so we can get a nice picture of these guys in the match. So there you go. 
looking at this match, you know, tag team matches always do great at the NXT shows. Uh, plenty of, you know, the Revival, American Alpha, um, Undisputed Era, um, uh, DIY. <laughs> I just I lost that for a second. American uh, Authors of Pain. Just so many different tag team matches here. And, you know, this one could perhaps be one of those underrated shows or underrated matches that kind of steal the show. I think any of the guys are, you know, legit contenders. I guess if he want right now, Imperium is holding the titles, which I'm kind of surprised because Walter, who's the UK champion, he's part of Imperium, but they've always said no re intentions of moving to, you know, America. Uh, I'd like to see him, you know, wrestle more in NXT because, I, you know, he's a fantastic guy and just a specimen of a man. Him and Pete Dunn put a fantastic match together there months ago, years ago, whatever, at NXT Chicago, I believe it was. So, um, But as far as Imperium's concerned, you know, they're the current tag team champions. Uh, and we'll, we'll see. I think for here, maybe I'll throw Legado de Fantasma and maybe they get the title. So you have kind of that power man trip. Power Man group with, you know, Legado, or sorry, Phantasma as the cruiserweight champion and his, you know, kind of henchmen or tag team champions. So I will go with Legado de Phantasma as my uh, prediction. Any thoughts on that? Feel free to throw it out. And that's my champion. I think, you know, you could throw Brizongo as a kind of a filler if you're not ready to let Imperium lose the title. So. But my official prediction is Phantasma, Legato de Phantasma. Kind of look at our next match, talk about, like I said, Finn Bauer versus Timothy Thatcher. This one, you know, kind of under the radar, just kind of happened the last few weeks. Um, Thatcher thought Finn Bauer cost him a shot at his, at the North American title. And of course, so he ends up costing Finn Bauer. For me, Finn... He found his way at the beginning when he, you know, returned. He was gone for a little bit, honeymoon, all that, got married. Obviously was unhappy on the main roster. Much happier here. But still feels like, you know, he's been here and there. And just don't know where he's at, you know. Is a change of scenery completely new, you know. I thought the change of scenery to NXT would kind of help him. And, you know, even this stuff with the Gargano seemed to find his way, but you know, just kind of ended on there. So I don't know where Finn's going in, you know, don't know what his contract status is. I feel like he's happy in WWE for the most part, you know, don't see, you know, him going back to the independent scene, but I mean, who's to say him doesn't go back, you know, do some of the AW, go do some stuff with the young bucks, you know, but I think for now, the time being Finn Bauer versus Timothy Thatcher, just a hard hitting match back and forth. I'm going to say Finn wins. Like I said, I think he could use it more. Just kind of, you know, Thatcher beat Matt Riddle, knocked him, you know, kind of sent him to the main roster. So I think Thatcher could do with a loss. You know, he's kind of been here and there as well. But just, you know, a filler match, I feel like here. I don't see much of this other than just a hard-hitting match and some good old catches can wrestling, they call it. So I'm going with Finn Bauer to win. And uh, we'll see where each guy goes after that. Looking next. We got Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, and Velveteen Dream. Uh, all guys, you know, that these ladder matches always kind of take some ice, you know, game up. Uh, I think Bronson Reed has really upped his game. I, you know, I think he wanted to be on the NXT roster and really get TV time, and he's shown that. 
Velveteen Dream, you can't go wrong with him. Uh, I would love to see him beat Adam Cole, actually, back when they had that little backlot parking lot brawl, and I really thought they might put the title on Velveteen Dream. Uh, you know, I, I think he's hurt a little bit with no fans in the crowd, you know, no fans right now. I think Dream is a crowd favorite, and, you know, he, he just plays up to the crowd so much. He did have those allegations against him. Still don't know where that all is happening and all that, but um, kind of my dark horse pick is Velveteen Dream to get the end, you know, the North American title. Um, Johnny Gargano, I'm going to go back to him for a minute. Cameron Grimes, you know, seems to be in this match. Just kind of see what he can do with some, you know, upper level talent. And of course, Damian Priest, he's been, you know, on NXT, been featured a lot. I think he could do some good spots here. Gargano, I want to say is my pick, you know, my official prediction. I would love to see him get the North American title and then Candice LeRae get the women's title. And then we let them kind of run wild as a, you know, power trip couple, power couple. You know, maybe he kind of goes at Keith Lee, you know, doesn't necessarily put the title on the line. I don't think we need another title for title type match. But uh, obviously we've already seen Mia Yim and Keith Lee. You know, maybe they could put the, all the titles on the line and whatever team wins gets the titles or something like that. But I think Johnny Gargano needs a North American title. Let him really run with this, you know, kind of cockiness attitude that he has. And then somehow Candice LeRae finds her way into the uh, women's title match or women's title picture, you know, next month or whatever time frame we got for the next pay-per-view for NXT. So Johnny Gargano is my pick. Like I said, I think Velveteen Dream with my honorable mention or dark horse pick. But I think every guy will get their time to shine. Uh, previous NXT, or sorry, North American title matches, ladder matches. I think the New Orleans one where the title was first up for grabs really had some hard-hitting stuff and everybody got to shine. And that's what's going to happen here. Uh, like I said, I think Bronson Reed shows out a lot. I think Cameron Grimes gets a you know a few good spots here and there. And uh, yeah, so we'll see where all these go, where these guys go. Next up, we will talk about the women's title. This is all Io Shirai. You know, like I said, I think Candice LeRae needs to be the one to take it off. Let Johnny Gargano and her really just play up this heel fashion and, you know, each kind of play up their part. But Io Shirai, I think this is a good match for Dakota Kai to kind of, you know, show what she can do. Maybe one of those filler matches, but could, you know, impress me because I don't think I have high expectations of it. So, uh, women's title picture, you know, Io Shirai has been carrying the load. She won the title off Charlotte when Charlotte won it. So we did that triple threat match with Rhea Ripley uh, and Io Shirai and Charlotte. And obviously Io Shirai was ready for that moment and uh, just couldn't keep carrying it, like I said, until Candice LeRae takes it off her. Moving right along. Oh, man, here we go. <laughs> Pat McAfee getting his debut match. Who would have thought we'd see Pat McAfee getting his debut match, and Dominic Mysterio, Ray Mysterio's son, getting his debut match. So kind of interesting, you know, relations there. But uh, I'm really interested to see this. I think McAfee's ready for it. I think he could definitely play up cockiness. He, You know, he's got all the swagger. I don't – I'm be curious to see how he performs in a ring. You know, he's going with somebody who can obviously hold his own in the ring. And Adam Cole is going to keep Adam or Pat as protected as he can. So I think this is one of the better ideas, better, you know, people you could wrestle with. 
And uh, they've obviously fought back and forth. They got all the the drawing back and forth. You know, do we see Undisputed Era come out there? I think personally we're going to see Adam Cole kind of go at it alone. And I think Adam Cole wins uh, and, you know, moves along. But I think it's a good match for Pat McAfee to check off wrestling uh, NXT ring, wrestle, you know, for WWE and, you know, add that to his, you know, plenty of stuff that he could talk about. So Adam Cole wins without the help of Undisputed Era. So then that way Adam Cole can legit say, I beat Pat, Mc Pat McAfee on my own. You know, doesn't necessarily he doesn't need Undisputed Era, but he can say, I did it. Now, if he does lose, then I think Adam Cole goes up to the main roster. I think you call up Undisputed Era, let them run wild. You know, maybe they're the ones to take out Retribution and, you know, kind of show what they're all about. So definitely I think it's Undisputed time to get to the main roster. I don't, I think they've done everything they can. Adam Cole, 432 days, whatever it was. Undisputed Era Tag Team Champions, even uh, Roderick Strong was North American Champion. They've all had the titles. They've done it all. They've done all they can with, you know, the NXT roster. So if Adam Cole does lose, I think we see Undisputed Era on the main roster. But I'm hard-pressed to see that Pat McAfee would beat him. Then again, if McAfee does beat him, it's, you know, mainstream attention probably and all that and plenty of YouTube clips for it. So. And finally, Karrion Cross versus NXT champion Keith Lee. This is a hard one to call because Keith Lee is rolling. He, you know, he just won the, the title off Adam Cole. He won both titles. Karrion Cross is undefeated. You know, he's shown what he can do. I, I definitely think this is going to be hard hitting. There's not going to be a lot of, you know, suplexes and uh, clotheslines. And, you know, just I, I think it will be a plotting match. It's going to be a, you know, contrast of styles, but I'm just so hard-pressed to see who is going to win. Or, you know, does it even end with a, you know, legit uh, ending because you want to protect both guys? I think carrying Cross's time is now. Uh, you know, I think Keith Lee is fine without the title, but I'm going to go carrying Cross is going to win the title. I really think... They want to start that, you know, run for him. And do, what does that mean for Keith Lee, though? Does he get called up to the main roster? Because, you know, what more can he do down there? You know, double champion, done all he can. So we'll see. I think Karrion Cross does win the title. And we'll see where both guys go. So that's my official NXT takeover predictions. Just some NXT, you know, talk. I've always loved NXT. I think, you know... For me, the match of matches is obviously Bailey, Sasha Banks. You know, that match at Brooklyn, uh, TakeOver Brooklyn, uh, just the emotion of it, the the curtain call for, you know, Charlotte coming out, um, Becky Lynch coming out, Sasha Banks obviously holding up the four horsewomen sign. They all had that moment. You know, it was almost like the click curtain call revisited. Uh, Bailey would obviously stay down in NXT for a little bit, a bit longer, and even her and uh, uh, sorry Sasha Banks would main event at the next takeover or next NXT event. So um, you know, 
in an Iron Woman contest. But still, that match, and it's crazy to think that match did not main event. Bailey and Sasha Banks did not main event. They were second to last. But I felt bad for Finn Bauer and Kevin Owens to actually have to follow that up. But they, you know, they put on their own. They did it. Um, but Sasha and Bailey, man, you know, and both women now in the main roster are rolling right along. I think they've both found their place. Bailey is oozing with confidence. I think this is the best Bailey's looked in a long, 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 long time. You know, I think she's finally found what she wants to do, feels comfortable doing it, and is just, you know, having fun with it. That's the biggest thing, you know, having that confidence. That's the same thing we see with Drew McIntyre. You know, between her and Drew, like, I don't know which one's rolling better. So, um, NXT talk, you know, other matches that we've seen. Uh, you also have to hold out Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura. Talk about, you know, hype, 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 but lift up to it. Just two guys who have never touched. You know, they never fought beforehand. I mean, they just came at it. And you knew that was Sami Zayn's last match in NXT. And he, you know, all the emotion was there for him to just show out and do it. And probably Shinsuke Nakamura's best match of his main roster of NXT. I mean, hard telling, you know, hard finding another match that I felt like Shinsuke really wanted to prove something. You know, he's on the main roster now. He's he's doing his thing with Cesaro. I think they are really enjoying that. Uh, I don't know how much longer we got Nakamura on the main roster. I think, you know, once he's done, he's done. Maybe goes back to Japan for a minute, but he's living here and down in Florida. He's surfing. I think this is just kind of retirement money for him as far as, you know, uh, the WWE main roster is concerned. So that, you know, those matches like, you know, Undisputed Era on their Revival and American Alpha, they put on fantastic matches. I thought their 203's Falls was fantastic. Uh, Pete Dunne versus Walter is kind of one of those under-the-radar matches of NXT that, you know, man, Talk about just great matches. Pete Dunne and um, uh, Tyler Bate going for the UK title. I mean, NXT really, you know, I could bring up a laundry list of matches that just bring up NXT. So switching gears, we'll give you another little uh, quick break so we can give you a commercial for Sean Nugent, who is a realtor for all your realty needs. So let's hear more about that. What's up, folks? It's your boy, The Ass from Black and White Sports, and I am looking to buy or sell a home. I know who I'm going to call, and that's Sean Nugent, a.k.a. BW Sports One's rock star realtor. That's right, folks. Sean Nugent is the man you need to talk to if you're looking for your dream home or looking to just downsize or anything in between when it comes to your new house. Call Sean, 317-503-8322. That's 317-503-8322. Or email him, sean.nugent at talktotucker.com. You want to talk to Tucker? Talk to Sean Nugent, BW Sports One's rock star realtor. All right, so there you go. All your real tinnies, catch him. Sean is your man. So back to... Super kicking with Steven. Thanks for having me. Steven A1181. You can follow me there. There. There we go. I'll finally get it right. There we go. Steven A1181 on uh, Twitter. Definitely catch me there. Follow the Facebook group over there. Over there. There we go. Super kicking with Steven. Uh, lots of 
talk there, wrestling talk. Feel free to add posts, give comments, likes, all that fun stuff. Uh, glad to be here. Thanks to Black and White Sports for it. Uh, give you a little next time we're on. We'll be next Saturday night at 7.30 p.m. So cannot wait to talk to you guys at 7.30 p.m. My camera is not in focus, but we'll get that right. There we go. Uh, so there you go. Follow that. Blackandwhitesports.bond.com. BWSports1.com. And yeah, let's get into some SummerSlam talk. So we'll kind of look here. Share my screen if I can figure that out. Remove that. Share screen. We'll get this all figured out. SummerSlam 2020. There we go. Boom. All right. So let's look at our lineup. The monster Braun Strowman versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt for the Universal Championship. This one I'm definitely looking forward to. I think just another hard-hitting match, but I'll get more to that later. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Randy Orton is rolling on all cylinders. We got Drew McIntyre rolling on all cylinders. This match uh, is going to be something to watch as well. So we'll get into that. Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Dominic Mysterio, his first match ever in WWE versus Seth Rollins in a street fight. Obviously, we'll probably see Raven Stereo involved. We'll see uh, Murphy involved. Um, we'll see what else gets involved there. Apollo Crews versus MVP. This is for the United States Championship. Apollo Crews, your current United States Championship, finally finding his way on the main roster. I feel like he's finally found it. Raw Women's Championship, Sasha Banks versus Asuka. And Asuka in her second match of the night. SmackDown's Women's title match is Bailey versus Asuka. And Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville in a no disqualification loser leaves WWE match. So they must have changed this on me for Sonya Deville versus Mandy Rose. I thought they were going to do a hair versus hair, but it looks like they are changing that. And now we're getting a loser leaves WWE match. So I would love to see the hair versus hair match personally. That's just my thinking. But as far as this is concerned, I think this is going to be interesting because neither woman, obviously, I don't think is their time is up on the main roster, but maybe they go away for a little bit and then somehow find their way back because we do have payback the week after SummerSlam. So I'll be talking up predictions about payback, obviously, since we got that. So maybe there's a stipulation that we'll do the hair versus hair match of payback as question mark, but... Here, I'm going to say Sonya wins, and then Mandy Rose leaves for a week, maybe. Maybe Otis plays up his, you know, Money in the Bank briefcase to kind of get Mandy Rose back in the fold. So I'm going to say Sonya wins. Now, if this would have been the original hair versus hair, this was all Mandy Rose to win. And then she shaves off Sonya's hair, and I think Sonya Deville looks pretty badass with a shaved head. Obviously, with her being this, you know, legit fighter, why not? But with this loser leaves WWE match, I'm going to say that, like I said, Sonya Deville wins. Mandy Rose is off TV for a week or so. Maybe comes back at payback for whatever reason. Maybe, like I said, Otis puts on his briefcase. Because obviously, Otis does not need the briefcase. Let's just already get that out of the way. I still don't know why he won at Money in the Bank. 
as other than a little swerve and it still hasn't proved for anything. So talk about one of the worst money in the bank winners, him or Baron Corbin. I'm not sure which. So uh, other than that, Sonya Deville to win and we'll see what happens at payback. Uh, next up, let's see where we can go next. We can go to our double booking of Asuka because right now the women's match, women's side, I think now that we had, we had Naomi pin Bailey, I guess there's your next, you know, I think this is all Bailey to win because I think Asuka probably beats Sasha Banks. And I really do think we'll start to see the rift with Bailey and Sasha Banks probably happen in here in the next few months. And I think you could pull the trigger on Bailey and Sasha at WrestleMania. I would love to see that. I think that could main event. I don't know why we didn't go that route years ago at Orlando when WrestleMania was there. I think, you know, with all the history of NXT, I think you really could have played that up. But right now, when I look at Bailey and Sasha Banks, they are on a collision course for WrestleMania. And I think they really want that match and they want to prove it. And hopefully we'll have real fans, you know, tonight or sorry, I don't know if we're getting it tonight. I know tomorrow night. We're getting this virtual fans of Thunderdome. Um, I missed SmackDown last night. Full disclosure, so I'll have to check it out tomorrow as far as this Thunderdome and all these virtual fans are concerned. But I do think we need Bailey, Sasha Banks in front of fans at WrestleMania. I'll preach it to the heavens. Give it to me. You know, whatever for the SmackDown title or for the Raw women's title. But I think Bailey wins here. Payback is Bailey and Naomi. There, I don't know if Naomi wins, but either way, I don't think so or sorry, I don't think Asuka loses both matches. That would be really tough um, for her. But so when I look at now, this is tough because Sasha just won the title, and I feel like she's never defended it and won. <laughs> she's lost every single time she's defended it. So I, I'm going to say Asuka, but. I don't want to. <laughs> I want Sasha to retain, but then Asuka losing two matches in a night, you know, unless maybe Bailey helps out Sasha and Sasha helps out Bailey, and then we can still get some sort of way that Asuka's protected. Maybe that's how it goes. But I'm going to say Asuka's my prediction, but don't hold me to that. <laughs> don't hold me to any of these predictions. But we also do have betting odds on the Super Kick, Super Kicking with Steven from Rafael Espronza. Uh, from mybookie.com if you want to see all your booking needs for betting against this. But I would not want to bet this match because I have no clue. I, I'm just very confused. But right now, we don't have many contenders. You know, I thought Shayna Baszler probably technically should have beat Becky way back in the day at WrestleMania. And then we had Becky get pregnant. And now Becky's gone. Then we had Asuka win the title of Raw Women's title because... She won the raw or she won the money in the bank, which was actually the title. So there we go. <laughs> Anyways, moving right along, Apollo Cruz. Like I said, you want to talk about improved and just finally feel like he's found it. Um, and I think MVP, you talk about a legit MVP during this pandemic time between Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, MVP. We'd have a hard press to find, you know, which guy has really stepped up. I think MVP really, you know, has deserved this. I believe he just signed a new contract. And he's doing the Hurt Business with Shelton Benjamin and um, uh, um, Bobby Lashley. Sorry, Bobby Lashley. 
those three. I think you need a fourth. I think either you do pull the trigger on Cedric Alexander or Paul Cruz. Either guy, I probably would go Alexander. I feel like he has more on his shoulder. He has a bigger chip. I even thought maybe you could do Apollo Cruz with them, but I think if we're going to throw a fourth guy in there, just because I'm, you know, we always do three, three, three. We always have these three man groups, but the four man group just always has a little more legitimacy to it. Uh, so I think you got to get Cedric Alexander in there somehow as the, you know, up and comer that they, uh, Lashley, Apollo Cruz, or sorry, Lashley, um, lost my train of thought, Shelton Benjamin and MVP can all kind of groom into something more. Because obviously Cedric Alexander, Ricochet would either be a good fit. So, But I think Alexander finds his way into this group, the Hurt Business. Keep moving right along. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Dominic Mysterio, previously seen at SummerSlam back in the day when Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio were fighting for custody, custody, custody of Dominic Mysterio. So who would have thought that we'd see Mysterio's son, Rey Mysterio's son, on the main roster in a street fight in his debut match against Seth Rollins? Now, talk about the perfect guy to carry you through your first match. I mean, Pat McAfee's getting out of Cole. Dominic Mysterio's getting Seth Rollins. I mean, <laughs> that that's who I would want. You know, Seth Rollins has, you know, this greater good is all about it. I think they need another member as well. I don't know who that is. Maybe it's um, Dominic Divokojak. I did say that right, but I'll say it eventually right. I think that would be a good fit from NXT. He's seemingly just in the middle. He's kind of in this limbo where I don't know where they want him. But I think, you know, he maybe he comes out and helps Seth win. And then we get that three-person group. Murphy, Seth, and Dominic Dovicod. I'll never say it right. But anyways. <laughs> uh, but I personally think Mysterio wins with the help of Ray. And then we move along. We don't need any more Seth Ray stuff. We're we're done with that. <laughs> I think all guys, all parties. Maybe we have Dominique and Seth, or sorry, Dominique and Ray find their way into the title picture or find some tag team matches that they can do. But Ray Mysterio, Seth Rollins, I'm done with that. Time to move along. But Dominique Mysterio is obviously my official prediction as far as this is concerned. Here's kind of one of those underrated matches. You know, Montez Ford. And Angelo Dawkins versus Angel Garza and Andrade with Selena Vega, obviously, there. You know what? I think I'm going to call for Andrade and Angel to win the titles. I think, you know, they need something. They probably need it more than Street Profits. I think Street Profits will find their way as far as, you know, without the titles. You know, they can do more of their kind of, you know, Monday Night Live that they were doing there, almost like a spinoff of Weekend Update. You know, they can do whatever else, hosting Monday Night Raw type deal. But I think Angel Garza and Andrade, I don't think we're ready to split them up yet. So I think they need the titles right now. So I will call for them to win it. Maybe Selena helps them out. But Bianca Belair comes out there, you know, and we'll maybe get some three-on-three -three type matches here as well. But official prediction, Andrade and Angel Garza. Now we're getting into our title picture. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Both guys just ready. Don't expect a very exciting match here. I think 
Drew wins. I, you know, I've seen the rumors that this is Orton's time. It's time for Orton to get a title. Even Orton put out there that he wants to go against John Cena at WrestleMania, where both of them are vying for uh, their 17th title reign. So Orton is at 14, I believe. So, you know, he wins this. That's his 15th title reign, then loses it and lose, wins again. That would be 16 to kind of tie John Cena and Ric Flair. Uh, and then maybe, you know, Drew or Drew McIntyre could win with a, a crowd because Drew needed that moment. He was ready for it. You know, beating Brock in front of a crowd would have been something else. But, you know, I still think we'll get a Drew moment in front of fans hopefully soon. But right now, this is Drew's time. I don't see Orton winning. I just don't see any reason for Orton to win. So I'm calling all for Drew McIntyre. Like I said, just hard-hitting, back-and-forth match. Not very fast-paced. We know what a Randy Orton match is. But when Randy Orton is on, he is truly one of the better guys. He's top 10, you know, if you really want to consider in-ring work when he's just on his game. So Orton to, you know, work fine with, Drew McIntyre, but it's not time for Orton to win title. Now, here it is. This is the one I'm curious will main event. Because we have this new look of Braun Strowman. We just had him take out Bray Wyatt last night. But then the Fiend reappears in the ambulance. We had the Fiend face-to-face -face with Vince McMahon. So, and Alexa Bliss is here in the middle of it. That's the wild card. I think that we get Alexa Bliss helping The Fiend take care of Braun Strowman. The Fiend wins the title, joins up with The Fiend. Alexa Bliss and The Fiend. So you have The Fiend with the title with Alexa Bliss. And Nikki Cross tries to get Alexa Bliss back on her side, but we get a whole new side. I think we need a character change for Alexa Bliss. You know, it's funny. We would have thought Nikki Cross, because of her NXT days and with Sanity, would have been the crazy one. But I think we need Alexa Bliss to be the one to be just ultimate out there crazy. So my official prediction is the Fiend Universal title winner with the help of Alexa Bliss. Is that what you're thinking? I don't know. But that's what I'm thinking. Those are my predictions. For SummerSlam 2020, you'll never see it coming as the tagline because lately we've had all these taglines for WWE. As far as SummerSlam goes, I, I'm really expecting a fun night. You know, I think everybody wants to put on a great match. Everybody's ready to go. We got the Thunderdome with all the virtual fans. You can follow me at Stephen A1181. I believe we'll do it 7.30 next week. Unless people like this 12.30 time, I kind of like this 12.30 time because it's middle of the day. And just in case there is an event like tonight, I did 12.30 because of uh, the NXT event. So maybe we'll stick to 12.30 for the time being. We'll kind of talk it out. But you can, of course, catch the Facebook group. Go follow Kick Super Kicking with Steven on Facebook. Uh, thank you again to Black and White Sports. Follow them for all your sports needs. Glad to talk up wrestling again. Glad to be here with Super Kicking with Steven. Thank you so much. Hopefully you enjoyed my little um, Super Kicking It song at the beginning. Thank you to my old band, Good Guy, Bad Guy, for that song. 
Um, call John Buzzard at First Financial Bank for all your banking needs. Call Sean Nugent at Rockstar Realtor for all your realty needs. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Enjoy NXT tonight. Enjoy SummerSlam. Enjoy the Indy 500. You got plenty to watch this weekend. So thank you for coming. Thank you for joining. And we'll talk to you guys next week.